0: You can stay Uh, courtesy of yours truly uh, on an endless spigot of a thousand pounds of pressure uh, out to the entire world basically man cannot rule himself Uh, man without God is an idiot and on we go with the idiot parade but greetings in the name of the most high there is a Silver lining, and the silver lining is basically, uh, to the whole thing, is cataclysm. Is, uh, their failure is our success. Their success is our failure. Up uh, the seesaw is down for you. Up on the seesaw for you is down for them. Seesaw is never the same. One's up, one's down. All anyone does around here is boost their seesaw. Right? Basically, giving their all for the few men at the top to turn around and be despots and, and evil and murderers and, and deceitful liars and thieves. And child abusers and sacrificers and cannibals. And on the other side, the ones giving the boost are the innocent, the believers, those who have believe in hope for a better day, working for a fair world, getting shit on every day by the victorious ones who are not worth the air they breathe. I sincerely hope that when you find these people on your vacations, you might find one, you know, maybe a lowly guy that works for somebody, that works for somebody, et cetera. I certainly hope you allow yourself the freedom to confront that individual and, you know, it doesn't have to be in a bean way, but in a nice way, like you know who he is. I know who you are but I know who you are, and you're no good, and you hurt the people, and you hurt everything for your own little, this is your slice of heaven, Uh, some resort in the Seychelles or the Maui or somewhere, and that's it. You, You kill everybody in the room so you can have that. Yes, because you have corrupted pleasures. Because you want things. It's everyone everywhere all the time. That's why I say everywhere I look, everywhere I go. It could easily be sung by a Satanist on the other side. Yeah, everybody is nodding and winking. No. Everywhere I look, everywhere I go is another one of them. Everything everywhere all the time is is constantly true. Has been for the entire time I've been here. I was the one the one that was being mocked and and ridiculed even by, you know, the stations you guys listen to and say, oh, that's Paul Revere. What about me? Long before, even a decade or decades before that. But, you know, isn't that the way the Lord would arrange it? To have the truth obscured. To have his people hidden. Right in plain sight. Just like the other side or even better. And what do I mean to do? Well, not really into repentance. Huh? I'm not really into repentance. Repentance. I'm more into the cataclysm. I'm sad. You want repentance. So you can go to any preacher and any Jesus revival guy say Re oh, revivals here. our troubles are over. No, I see victory in cataclysm. I see victory in their defeat. I am not tied to their win. They lose. I am tied to their defeat. Always have been. Ridiculed by all. Saying the truth before anybody else. Well, you know, would we do the truth? Back in the days of Scientology being passed around the Sunset Strip, I knew the truth. Back in the days of having, you know... The 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 Beverly Hills orgy proceeding along, chewing up children right and left, as a matter of course, and then saying, "Yes, the pedophile is the way to go." That the, the people that run the world are the pedophiles. So we knew that back in the days of back in the sixties, right? Because they were either being set up, but you know from the Hollywood. Uh, your world, the casting casting couch is simply a pedophilia couch. It never was anything more than that. I mean, you know, that's a pretty girl. And she's what, 12, 13, 8? Well, we're looking for a replacement for Shirley Temple. I'm sure you are. And then there's the rank and file. And those who can't get their minds around it, you know, are cast to the four winds, and those who can't get their minds around it are pathetic, weak, stupid, insipid, stunted, repetitive, parrots, robots, puppets, and nothing more ever. Always ending in divorce, these people. I've seen them, you know, mock us. And then, you know, they marry so and so and they look like they're on a roll. And basically, so mainly people like in them, you know, around what I've known, the film business and entertainment in general and stuff like that. Then all of a sudden, you read about them divorce. Yeah, wife took everything. I remember this one guy. And I couldn't find my way into... You know, I'm a little bit of a Mr. Magoo when it comes to practical things. And I, you know, I'm sorry. That doesn't mean I'm a fool. It just means that I'm, you know, a little otherworldly, a little different. And I couldn't seem to find my way into a building or out. And this guy that I had a meeting with or I would have a meeting with later, he was watching me. It wasn't, oh, I, yeah, we're having a meeting in five, you know, and it had to do with a film. I knew right there and then he was just there to mock me. He wasn't going to help. He was just going to waste my time. Yeah, I ended up introducing him to a gal that just someone that came to a party we had. We had parties for the enemy. Right? Parties for the dumbest people that you—you can't. I mean, you know, you know, two and two is five is too is too intellectual for them. You know the, the 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 quote film industry. You know why you never get any good stories? You get derivative stories. It's because um, they don't want <laughs> you know the guys that that you know made the thing happen in the past. You know the Scorsese's and the Kubricks and the. Steven Spielbergs and the, you know, I mean, say what you will, maybe they're all bad people, but <clears throat> they were, uh, you know, not going to sit by like a, a fly on the wall or something and take orders. Okay, I'll I'll give you a series, and eight episodes, and I'll get all these guys to do it, and we'll, you know, we'll just, uh, uh, you know... <laughs> Do you know anything about the universe? No, I don't know anything about anything. We'll just keep them on the hook is what we'll do. Well, is that what Martin Scorsese would do, keep them on the hook? I don't think so. How about Lynch? How about Kubrick? How about any of these guys? So those guys were like the exceptions, and they died out. Then they go, well, you have Jordan Peele today. Oh, yeah, well... um, you know, uh, if you want to make race more important than directing, fine. You know, but I'm not going to be there participating. It's my No one will say that. I just said the quiet part out loud. But, you know, and it's fine. It's fine. Go ahead. Dylan Mulvaney is a woman. Great. Great woman. And maybe soon she'll be pregnant. Yay! Anyway, so, but today is not like that. I have to add Sylvester Stallone to the mix. You know, with his Rocky, he was not going to have it. He was going to take control of that picture. And he was going to star in it. And he wrote it for himself. And Hollywood wasn't having it. They were going to take it away and put their own people in. And, you know, he, he proved himself. Now I know that he was into all kinds of porn and stuff like that before he made it, I understand, but I, I don't care. You know, that's what you have to do to make it, And you know, but but when he did get his shot, finally, God knows how much knee time he had to do. Um yeah, you know, he hit it out of the park. You know, so you know, hopefully that made up for it or, you know, I, I could care you know, every person that goes into Hollywood you know, becomes a slave or a prostitute of the system. But they intentionally don't know what that means, even though they're in. And they say, well, how do you know you're in? Well, you have to take the world initiation. You know, in other words, you have to die. Oh, I want to be a star so bad. I want power so bad. I'll, I'll do it. And the press running after me. I'll do it. But every day, the press is there, and every day that you start up your, your eight million dollar car, and every day you, you know, every day you do whatever you're going to do, it's you know they own you. At the same time. I do appreciate the Mavericks who, you know, would push through anyway and I'm always hoping because anyone could repent, right? Well, I mean, it's okay. <laughs> do you need to tell them what's going to happen to them if they don't repent? Well, I, 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 you know, I was wandering around, you know, L.A., young, young guy, you know, I was, I, I was a poet and I used to hand out, you know, I would run off like a thousand sheets of of a poetry page I had called L.A. Symptoms. And I'd leave it on bus stops, and I'd just say in big letters, I'd just throw this away! Throw this trash away! So people would not throw it away, they'd read it. i get, I get comments, we, this was way before the Internet, from all over town, especially up at like the uh, Otis Art Institute and, and the other one. The, uh, was it Otis? Heck, I don't know. I can't remember. this way back. But they would write me, and they'd say, how cool an idea. One I did was just, I took the word fuck. I made it every font possible. The entire thing was just that one word at the back, and I, and I crumpled them up, threw them in the gutter, and still people found them, and they wrote me back. <laughs> no, it's was crazy, I think. I was crazy. I, I have no idea why I was doing that. I mean, there was a cost to, you know, the, the paper itself. <clears throat> I didn't do too much, though, you know. I don't know why I did. I was writing at the time, and I was writing uh, fiction, but I was, couldn't really get anywhere with the management because they were, uh, you know, just want their own people and, you know. It just didn't make sense to me because to get the kind of things I write, I have to be me. If I became one of them, I you'd never get anything that I would write again. It would would be, you know, it would be professional, but it wouldn't be for me. You know, the 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 unique uh, signature that I have. You'd lose that, and I figured, well, why else? Why read me that if I'm just going to write what the other guy is writing? Who cares? A thriller. The guy did it. Who done it? I don't know. Someone killed this guy. Well, we better go find out. And the deeper we get into the case, we find out it's about something even bigger than that. We better protect ourselves, but it looks pretty dangerous. I mean, how many of these do we need to read before we're just bored to tears? Well, no. I I digress on purpose. So... You know, in Hollywood, you know, the the ritual thing. You ever heard of 666? The devil, blah, 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 and all that, you know. So, basically, that got owned by the whole LGBTQ thing back in those days where the pride vessels were just starting. And they said, well, come with us and you'll be initiated into the world system. We lay wait... For innocent blood without cause we keep a collective purse. We you so you run it. We run it. You're starting to notice that, huh? After how many years? Fifty years? That doesn't make you a very good observer. No, I know. I I know. I mean, I kept going into denial. I kept thinking, well, there, maybe if you work harder, you know. Maybe if you a nicer guy, you know, Maybe you prove you can take abuse. <laughs> no, that's not it. So now it's metastasized into everything, everywhere, all the time, right? But it's not spiritual. I'm going to make a very bold statement here. Nothing that is satanic is spiritual. Nothing, zero. Meditation, you know, uh, you know, chanting, Gaia, whatever, um, you know, uh, orgiastic rituals, t- tantrism, basically. Uh, found in, in you know India um, and spread throughout the world uh, you know um, asceticism, uh, you know denial of all urges and desires and appetites uh, you know and any of the rest of it um, is not spiritual. And so what do you mean these are spiritual practices uh no there are, are no spiritual practices. Spiritual is a doorway, and the only way to open the door is just you know first of all, I don't open the door. Let my love open the door. let my love open the door. <laughs> Your love, (laughs) your love is basically hate, Mr. Townsend. Funny how you disappeared after they called you a pedophile, huh? And all you were doing was following the playbook. I mean, you weren't really doing anything wrong. Isn't that unfair that that happened? Let my love open the, the bugs, eat the bugs, and be happy. <laughs> you can't find nirvana up another guy's ass. It's not spiritual. Okay, so any of that and any kind of carnality. I mean, just like, you know, any kind of sex, any kind of... Uh, Drugs. All drugs is pharmacia, So all is under the control of sorcery, which is all designed to not be spiritual and never lead to that point. You take all the acid you want, take a whole handful of it. One time I wound up with this coffee can filled with uh, carob to the top. You know how that can be like it's little granules like coffee. Uh, and the, whole, the entire thing was LSD-25. Now, how would I get myself a canister of something that would cost several million dollars? I got it for nothing. But it was because it was I was being experimented on. I was in this house, I remember, and I was sitting in the kitchen. And you'd take a couple of, you'd wet your finger and take a couple of dabs in the carob. I mean, very little. And you were tripping on LSD-25. The very stuff that uh, you know, that the, the very stuff Timothy Leary was bringing into uh... the CIA. right LSD twenty five was the with the original. So there it was, just you know, and, and you know, and it led to a crack. up. but led to, I guess, I was incarcerated in some way, shape, or form. But I mean, the point, the, yeah, we were dragged to you know, we to leave the neighborhood. I mean, it was Pacific Palisades. But I had this, uh, two memories I had of this place. I had that, and I had uh, ah, kids who come over to party all day long, you know, take advantage of us. And eventually the, the neighbors, you know, had us evicted. But uh, as far as that goes, um, why was that there? And the answer is because we were under the microscope of people at UCLA who. Oh, no, it's getting serious now. Uh, Who are doing a... uh, Who are studying us. And that's where I got the idea for Girl Next, for the Aqua They were monitoring us. They were sending people in. They were taking notes. They were, um, you know, using... And and who would use LSD-25 to experiment? none other than l j w and what were they trying to do they were trying to you know break me they were trying to break me and i was trying to break myself Anyway, the whole point of uh, kids at that age is really... Uh, when I say age, maybe 17-ish, not living. It. No, I had to leave home forever because uh, I was incompatible with that. So that did not work. But anyway, very, very tempestuous time in my own life. But the one thing I did understand is that the cult... What we call a cult is, of course, no cult. It's society. The cult is society. Society is the cult. There is no cult. It's just society. Yeah. So here we have society, and the whole point of the LSC25 was somebody paid for. who paid for it? That's what I like that much. A coffee can. I'm talking about I don't know, like a one-pound coffee can. You know, like, you know, Maxwell House coffee can, something like that. How the hell did that wind up in my kitchen? I remember in the house, a little detail, there's a avocado tree in the backyard. So many avocados are on that tree, you couldn't keep up with them. They're all on the ground, rotting. And after a while, you get tired of green goddess dressing, and avocado this and avocado that. It was just, like, ridiculous. <laughs> Well, one tree can yield. So I remember that much. And I remember it was an old 1940s kind of house. You know, little two or three bedroom back, maybe two bedroom backs. Yeah. A uh, little tiny Pacific Palisades. Typical small, you know, early subdivision kind of. You know, as you drive through there on Sunset, you know, it's, you'd have to go up to the right a little bit, and there's just all these little houses. No, no big mansion. But anyway, yeah, it was used to experiment on. I mean, it was it was part of a, an experiment, and there were, I remember there were, there were people around and kids there that were, uh, they were in UCLA and they were in and they were chemists, and they were around and they were you know feeding us drugs, and they were taking notes. And recording, and also people that would come over to party or whatever they'd keep notes on them too, and they want to know all about that, you know that led to a big crack up and when that crack up was happening, and things were, just got totally out of hand, and weird and you know police involved and you know trying to you know bust up the noise going on over there, all that stuff it uh it turned into a uh a big denial of we're not doing that. So, so we got to live there. I guess we're like, it was like living there for free for a while, but it didn't last more than about two or three months. But it was an experiment using LSD 25 in a coffee can. Two dabs will do you. After a while, you go insane. And they were very much wanting to record that. Oh, how they love to record the breakdown. Mm-hmm. But then I guess you have count your lucky stars because at least they didn't take you to a lab somewhere and dismember you. I mean, right? Which today we'd look back and say, gosh, you had it easy. <laughs> hey, you're still here. You had it easy. That was simple. You know, and once again, with the full cooperation of parents, siblings, well, aunts, uncles. Oh, they're all into it, because it was leading to the big crack-up, to the big death, to the big D, baby. That big D is the day you become one of them. When you fight back, then they tend to want to lock you up and... Uh, you know, punish your uh, rectum. So, uh, you know, it's it's a pretty brutal place. No, I still recommend no suicide because he, the only reason you're here is, and this is spiritual, which they are not. Uh, please don't ever, I mean, I had to listen to this guy, this director guy. I'm not going to mention him. He's going on and on and on about how, well, he's given up the Aleister Crowley stuff and he's, you know, he's now meditating and he's going to, you know, these Zen monasteries in Japan and, you know, these Buddhist retreats and, uh, you know, South Korea and, and really, you know, sitting for long periods of time to try to achieve that peace. I look at the guy going, you have no clue. You are so lost. You are so unspiritual. And you don't have much time left. And if you continue in this vein of thinking you're superior to everybody, especially me, rather than sorting out your own house, it's going to be a disaster. And he just kept trying to make his case, like, the world is good. You're a leader type, and you can really do some good. Like yeah, I said like you, you sat there for eight years, and I haven't done a damn thing. Covid gave you another excuse. In other words, you're leading a life these you know, as if meditation in a monastery with a few monks around, that by the way, they're available too, if you feel inclined, uh, with a few monks around, is going to get you out of the Satanism. Like you could just do the Buddhist thing, because that's cool. And you can get out of the real pact, but the pact you made is not Aleister Crowley, it's the world. It's Satan direct, and everybody knows the day you died. They celebrated it as a birthday. You remember the Beatles song, they say it's your birthday. Well, that doesn't mean a literal birthday, that's the day you joined up. Don't you interpret the lyrics properly? Why would they bother writing the lyrics if you didn't get it? Maybe they thought it'd be subliminal. Oh, well, that could be. So all this is going on. Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon. You know, I remember playing that record over and over while doing all this LSD. Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah, baby, Dark Side of the Moon. Balanced on the biggest wave, heading toward an early grave. Run, rabbit, run. You, you jump the gun, whatever it was. Ten years have got behind you. No one told you when to run. You missed the starting gun. What's the starting gun? Dark side of the moon, what's the starting gun? Your initiation. And then you run. Right? like everybody else in your generation. You run to get the rabbit. Run, run, run around the track to get the rabbit, little worker. Go ahead. Work, 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 work. Here's your trip to, you know, $289 round trip to Maui. Maui, wowie. Here's your gold-plated... Uh, you know, <laughs> whatever. Perfect sound effect. Here's your, uh, you know, family. Here's your son and daughter. So proud. Why don't you just tell them what you know, Huh? <laughs> So how could we make, if you're dead, how could we make you live now since you're already dead? I can't do anything. But do you think you're being spiritual by going to a Buddhist monastery? You think that'll make you undead? You know, the whole joke about the dead is that they're really mocking the living. The living aren't the dead. The living that take the initiation are the dead. And the the living that continue on despite all the social pressure to conform are mocked and tortured. And uh, if you don't like it, then join the dead. If you join the dead, then you're dead. So, which way out? There's only, I I told you, Buddhism, Buddha, Buddha is not a way out. It's not, what are you talking about? There is no Buddhism, it's bullshit. A joke played on millions of people, yes, but a joke nonetheless. And so is Tibetan Buddhism and the Dalai Lama, and Confucianism and the Pope and the, you know, and, you know, the you know the, the various Protestant and Catholic churches. They're all, you know, overrun with you know, uh, you know, operatives. I told you I busted that one FBI guy. Well, that caused a stir. I barely got out of there without getting my head blown off. I didn't realize that something as lowly as Chuck Smith's church would actually have people with muzzle with guns, but they did have people with guns. Yeah, yeah, they're 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 willing to dispose of uh, any threat that comes their way. You think they ever get a grand jury? No. You think they ever get a lawsuit? No. Why is that? Because people have a tendency to disappear. Well, I dare you to say one case where that's happened. You would never see it, jerk off, because it would never be published, you idiot. For the same reason, fear of muscle, fear of the cabal, it is a collective going across party lines, across left and right, across Protestant and Catholic Across Buddhism versus whatever other Asian concoction of religion there is. Or South America or Egyptian. There is only one way, there is only one spirit. There is only one spirituality. And dead people don't get in. Can you understand that finally, sir? After all this arguing you've done for 20 years with me, can you finally accept that you're dead? Dead in the water, dead spiritually, dead on every level. But you're not grateful. I thought you guys were always happy and proud of it. Why? You go out and celebrate. Our troubles are over now, you'd say. Things are going to line up now, you said. And they didn't. They didn't line up. Because I had to put more skin in the game and I didn't want to. Oh, why not? Because I didn't want to hurt anyone. Oh, boy, you should have thought of that one before you ever got involved in it. So now what do we do? Well, first of all, you're listening to this podcast that's like putting you ahead of everyone else and all other broadcasters by at least 10 years. And next is the big revelation, which you don't seem to understand. You think it's a joke. But it's, it's, not, it's no joke. Jesus is no joke. Jesus is the cornerstone rejected by the builders. You cannot build a civilization. Man is incapable of self-rule. Oh, you might have you might have oh you see that now? Oh well, kudos to your intellect. Uh, Jesus is the only way to the spirit. And so Jesus is spiritual. The way, the truth, and life means life. See, that's where Jesus is not just like a person but the enigma. The word. He's also referred to as the word. The word which everything did at the same time he's referred to as the sun and the Lord gives all the lambs to the sun and then the sun protects them and guides them through this opposite world until they can get home. We can get home being a lamb from the beginning. Uh, So any kind of self-effort and then bragging about it, I went to the monastery and I sat and I really meditated, you know, for days and weeks. And I ate one grain of rice a day. And I, You know, I, I must be more enlightened than you. Well, you know, I'm sorry, but you have no enlightenment. You have no life. You have no life running through your veins. Your fate is already written, there's nothing you can do about it. So just enjoy your lot. You earned it. See you later. Or toss everything out that you you were you know unfortunately indoctrinated with and get with the truth. Align with God. Let God be true and every man a liar. Everything here is a lie except God. So align with that. Well, what does that mean? Well, because you don't know what it means. That's the thing about this conversation. You don't know what it means. You don't know what it means probably to be bullied. You don't know what it means to be stalked. You laugh when, oh, oh he got set up, he got sent to a hospital, he got sent to jail, and you kind of chuckle. Well-deserved, maybe, you say, under your breath. Someone that meant you no harm whatsoever, but you like reinforcing the idea that yours is the only way, so we're going to have to make this Buddhism thing work. But it will never work. Neither will Hinduism or Jainism or, you know, Zoroastrianism or, you know... Stateism. You know, or God is the divine principle You know, God you don't need Jesus. We got God direct. Never worked, dude. Because it's everything you mention is unspiritual, even God direct is unspiritual there there is no God direct. You either take the whole God that's Father, Son, Holy Spirit, you know, as one. Or die. No, if you can't see it, you can't see it. That's but why hurt everybody else around you? And the reason that he will do that is because he is, on the one hand, jealous, and on the other hand, he just is sitting in disapproval of anyone that doesn't conform. That's all. There are people like that. Like, if you don't conform, you're like a traitor. You need to be hunted down and if you don't take the jab, you're a traitor. how many people do that? You're a traitor if you don't take the jab, you need to be hunted down and killed. Thrown in camp. Sean Penn wanted to throw you in camp. Sean Penn's a great example of this this kind of guy. This this let's call this conversation with Sean because that's perfect. He's the quintessential, you know, um you know, sort of Malibu atheist, liberal, um dumb freak. You know, where it's just like this rote, you know, Zeke Heil to, uh, you know, guys like, uh, you know, Maduro in Venezuela, and, you, know, you know, Xi Jinping. He's the ultimate in, um, you know, backwards, um, uh, you know, diseducation and, and, you know, and no spirituality. I mean, obviously none. When he's calling for people that didn't take the vaccine for spiritual reasons to be cut out of society. That's exactly, they're showing you what they were about, about the conformity to Satan. They were the same policemen. They were the same operatives. And they believe that if you don't join that, then you should be cut out. Not just a social pariah, not just unable to make money, but it's open season for hunting. We can hunt you. We're allowed to hunt you. There's your gang stalking. It's multidimensional, but most people don't get that, but anyway. And the hunting is and the stalking is severe. There's even an alien component to it, but I not want to get into that. And you say, oh, this is happening to me. Oh, really? Tell me all about it, Zaf. That, t- that sounds terrible. Yeah, they're like Following me, and then the same guy shows up and he's driving around. This really, you don't say, Well, you know something. Oh, I know what happened to you. You do, yeah, but I'm not gonna tell you. How would you know about that? Like, you know, trying to get you know, go to the grocery store and hearing them talk like, like they could listen to my house, and that you know, all this kind of strange stuff. I mean, just weird. Well, that sounds like a, some kind of conspiracy, is that? Oh, I get it. Before you get me runted off like a scared little rabbit, I get it. And I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to stand here in this market, I'm going to throw food all over the floor. And I'm going to stick it down your throat, motherfucker, and I'm going to do this until I get arrested. And if you call the cops to arrest me, I'll just start killing you. <laughs> There's one approach? <laughs> the other one is, "Lord, this is going on. What do I do? No one's going to believe me, no one's going to understand me That's right. If you want to talk to somebody, you can talk to me. If you're lonely, you can talk to me. I'll tell you what's going on. Surely any major dude with any kind of cred would tell you what's going on, so Ricky, don't lose that number. It's all the same. Yes, it's all the same. So, what's the next step? The next step is you're going to die. What do you mean by that? Well, you're going to keep going, aren't you? You're going to keep going thinking you're right and the world is absolutely right, right? Wonderful place. Great going to the basketball game last night. And you're going to double down on it, aren't you? I remember this one guy had like a $15 million contract that came through his fax machine. And he goes, You see that? You see that? I go, Yeah, okay, congratulations. You know, great job. Well, I'm glad you're happy, you know? And, and well, no, no, no. Take a look at that. What, what does that mean? Uh, look at that. I said, I, it does sound good. You're not respecting me in my office. Look what I just achieved. Well, congratulations. Uh, you know, uh, wow, looks like a lot of money and it looks like you're, uh, you're, you're, you're rolling in it. That, uh, great. If that's what you want, fantastic. That's not enough. You should be on your knees groveling. Well, because you got a fax that said you got a 50 million dollar contract to build some roads or something, you, so you want all the world's you know uh, uh, people or anybody or, or everybody that's below you in rank to bow down to you for this? Sorry, bubba. you know if you want me to, to, to split, I'll split. I don't, I don't need to look at this. I don't care. But I'm glad you're, you know, I was glad you're happy, but now you want me to worship you because of this achievement? It's not going to happen, bitch. Not going to happen. It doesn't... The, I know you staged it so that I would see it, thinking that it would trigger me into obedience. <laughs> Instead, it led to more antipathy. In fact, total hatred. Not on my part, but on your part. So you live by hatred. You live by hunting, you know. You you want to understand why somebody would say, you see a $15 million contract come through your fax machine and say, ho-hum, I'll take an iced tea. Uh, you, you don't understand that. But see... If you were spiritual, which you are not and will never be, uh, you would understand that there's more to life than, than you know, your personal success based on submission to the beast. Well, let's face it, you wouldn't have any contract at all. You would have m- negative nothing. If you, uh, You know, if you were to do this on your own or whatever, you'd probably be bankrupt by now. Well, let me tell you something. You always were, you know, in whoredom, you always were selling to the highest bidder, you got your high. This is as high. And by the way, folks, in this guy's case, this is as far as it went. Yeah. You know what I mean? He sort of crested at that level. You now, I believe he was an engineer, engineered roads and stuff. You know, built roads and all kind of dried up. And uh, you know, he's just uh, still hustling out there, trying to get another one of those big deals. And absolutely pissed that he isn't worshipped for that achievement. Pissed. I mean, murderously. But no, I don't believe in any kind of violence. i tell you what happens, though. If you have a lamb that doesn't know Jesus and then you give him a corner, you know, for well, sure he could do something desperate, but usually not. Lambs are lambs. You know, God has... His lambs. God has a handle on all pre-Christ lambs. Everyone that is not consciously in Christ but is a lamb, God's got a firm grip on them, and he won't let them go off. The guy that ends up shooting up the mall or the whatever, you know, the 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 unstable. These are people that you know the the uh, that that uh, would would join up anyway. You know, so the FBI gets hold of somebody, does and they train them to? Do whatever they're going to do. The point is, is that you know they're not people that would be inclined toward the Lord. You may notice that none of them repent. You may notice that none of, none of these shooters repent. Benza is going at it. Benza, Benza. He hears me. Ben, Ben, uh, son, Ben, son. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, so what the world is was always going to encroach in cataclysm. Always, okay, let's put it in plain terms. It was always going to lead to nuclear war. That's why they wanted Hillary in, so that she could lead the nuclear war. Now it's Biden that will... Have you ever heard the term, finish the job? Let's finish the job. The job is you dead. 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 dead. And that goes for everybody. All conformed assholes. Dead. Everybody that participated in making these guys rich and above the law, dead. Everybody who lent a hand and, uh, you know, who thought they've seen all the happy people so satisfied they're on their way, dead. Come on, John Anderson, let's do an interview. Let's find out how dead you are. Dead. Like I say, the band should have changed their name to no, not yes, but no. No is your band, John. No. And you sing like a choir boy. What, they give you hormones? You were transitioning? Well, you didn't do a very good job of it. Next, please. Youth above all. Dylan Mulvaney. That's what I'm talking about. Youth. You guys that get past thirty, we don't want you. Conform all you like, you're going to get nothing. We got to get them young, and most need to be coerced, either with a literal death as a threat, or sexual abuse, or both, and then shown the ropes. There is no happiness without spirituality. There is no peace without the spirit. There is no life without the connection. The connection cannot just happen at your will, though you have free will. Many are called and few are chosen. But the only connection to God is Jesus, not as intermediary, but direct, God-man as one. Jesus protects the lambs for the Father, ensuring In John 17, ensuring that they get home. Ensuring that the only way we can actually have the concept of God where God actually can be self-knowing is through the lambs, that is the people in Christ, followers of Jesus, the true people that belong to God. The Lord God. Jesus and the people God gave to Jesus to keep and then fork over at the right time. All of that is needed to be I am, to be the one, or if you will the word of John 17, as one. As one. We will be as one. That includes the Lamb. We are not as one if it's just God and Jesus and that's it. There is no as one. There has to be the combination of people, God, Jesus, all aligned as one. Or there's no point to God. Well, something to think about. Well, okay, that's my fervent thing I'm done all I could do oh man I probably got myself into some kind of trouble you know not that anyone really cares that much anymore because like I say it's all out of the closet it's all uh, you might wonder why people that say I've got God direct I have nothing to worry about and they don't get anywhere because there is no there there just like John 17, it's, it's, you know, I and the Father are one. I and you and you and me is one. But I and you means Jesus and his flock, whatever. In God, God in that. In Jesus means in the flock. Without the people, there is no connection. The people are as important as anything else. The people are needed for it to be as one. Go back and read it. See if, you, see if you can look at it the way I'm talking about. I've looked at it for many years, and uh, I've, I think that uh, I'm, I'm looking at it as it should be. He doesn't say it's you, Jesus, and me, Yahweh, as one. I'm talking about gathering of the lambs that Jesus protects. So that's an, an 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 entity. Jesus followers plus Jesus equals an entity, and God as one. Without the people, no entity. No, 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 as one. No one, unless it includes all toto. It's either all or nothing. So that understanding or that feeling or that that connection is spirituality. And all the things that you can see from that connection, all the things you're shown, all the myriads and myriads of, of miracles and, and, and thoughts and things, you know you're, you're, you know that there's never a dull moment because there's never a time the Lord isn't broadcasting to you in some way or another. It's we who turn him out, tune him out, tune him, turn him off. We do that because we feel guilty. We do that because we think we already know. We don't know. It's a flaw. And I say, shalom. Wow. Okay, God bless you guys. We're going to try to step it up. I'm, you know, I'm I'm working on my... uh, Energy here. I gotta, I gotta write something and do a few things, and I'm trying to get, uh, you know, up to speed. And uh, you know, it's not easy in this day and age. I'll see you next time. Sounds of laughter.